Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. adventurous drinkers among us are always looking for a new uh, way to imbibe and if you're one of those here's a vodka you might want to try and like many of the good vodkas this one also made in the countries that used to make up the USSR Russia but is now the Ukraine so there's really no easy way to say it it's made by the Chernobyl spirit company and is distilled from crops grown around the abandoned nuclear power plant (laughs) and yes It's called Atomic Vodka. But company officials assure when you distill something, the impurities stay in the waste product and do not go into the actual vodka. You believe that? (laughs) Does anybody believe that? Would you partake of this? Uh, Probably not. No way. And probably because it's so darn expensive I couldn't afford to buy it in the first place. I I don't know what the price is, but my guess is... It's probably way too expensive. Well, too. because it's from Chernobyl. That's the only yeah. reason. No, you're yes. absolutely right. Well, Cliff, before we yes. get too much farther along on our yes. Friday show, mm-hmm. can anybody listening this morning recommend a professional scapegoat? I'm looking for somebody. <laughs> you're looking for a professional scapegoat. Yes, I'm looking for someone <laughs> to take the blame for this program today. <laughs> oh, There's no one else who can take the blame for this program except you and myself. Mostly you, though. <laughs> well, if we had a professional scapegoat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder how much that service costs. Yeah. read this morning that the average person will gain 36 pounds okay. in a long-term relationship. Really? Yes. Okay. A little mm. more Yeah. if that relationship is with Cheese Whiz, I'm assuming. <laughs> Wouldn't you think? No, I would, I would totally agree with that, yes. Yes. Or Little Debbie. Yes, I wouldn't mind having a relationship with Little Debbie and Cheese Whiz myself. At the same time? At the same time. Whoa, yes. that's a little strange. Well, <laughs> to each his own. Well, Cliff, yeah. this guy was so lucky. He was in Florida, yeah. and he was attacked out in the ocean by a group of sharks, and they bit him, and he was injured. So he was in the water off oh, the coast yes. of Florida. Yes. And he got attacked by a shark. Bit him. Pretty yeah. bad, too. Blood yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And just so happens yeah. that he was rescued by a boat full of nurses. I'm not making that up. There was a boatload of nurses right there on the scene by happenstance. Wow. I know. <laughs> I know. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Oh, yeah. Don't go there. I'm thinking it. Don't, don't go there. Let's just say he was lucky. There was a boatload of nurses that's right. there to help him out. And that's all they did. That's it. They patched him up. They went on. Anything else that you might think about don't, is fiction. Don't be thinking. It didn't happen in a movie or anything like that. I'm serious. Weed World health experts say this planet's population continues to face a nutrition crisis, and if nothing is done, in the not-too-distant future, there won't be enough food for all of the Earth's population. And that warning has sent scientists far and wide to find some new food sources, things they call 
superfoods. Many of those are, to most of us, unlikely, including a few that are on the menu at the Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast. Soon, maybe, you could have something with your cornflakes called roach milk. Now, while the Pacific beetle cockroach does give birth to live young and secretes a milk-like substance, it's not really milk. But it is a thing that scientists are all excited about, as researchers from the Institute of Stelsem Biology and Regenerative Medicine have found that the crystallized version of that milk-like secretion from a roach, were you to eat it, is more than four times as nutritious as cow's milk and also contains essential amino acids, fats, and sugars. And somehow the nutrition inside the stuff from the roach is time-released, meaning that as your body burns energy, the cockroach milk continues to release more in your stomach for you to use. What scientists are working on is reproducing the gene sequence so the stuff can be made artificially in the lab, which is going to be a lot easier than owning a tiny pail under the cockroach while you milk it. I was going to say, <laughs> you need some small hands for that job. You'd be the man for the job. I would be the, the cockroach milker. The cockroach milker. That would be me. Yeah. Study after study has, uh, well, reiterated the fact that if you're trying to lose weight, yeah. you need to count the calories. True. You need to count them. Yes. But research also says that the vast majority of us don't feel like we have to be the ones that count calories. We <laughs> oh, know what we're doing. It's not us. It's somebody else. Yes. <laughs> so perhaps you're asking yourself, well, yeah. do I need to be one of those uh, counters of calories or not? Perhaps you don't know. Yeah. I'll make it simple for you. <laughs> okay. If the police yeah. have ever had to escort you away from an all-you-can-eat buffet, yeah. you need to be counting your calories. <laughs> well, if you build it, they will come. At least 8,000 people will come, Cliff. Yeah. And I'm talking about, of course, mm -hmm. New York Yankees playing the Chicago White Sox in a regular season game yeah. where the movie Field of Dreams was recorded in 1989. <laughs> I think this is one of the coolest things Major League they're, Baseball has done. They're actually going to play a real mm -hmm. Major League Baseball game at the edge of a cornfield. Yes, <laughs> in the exact cool. place. And it's going to count, too. It's not like it's an not exhibition a, it's not an game. exhibition No, game. no. Okay. It's going to happen on August the 13th okay. of next year. All right. And they're uh, going to start working on this yeah. this coming Tuesday. Start and getting the field ready. They're going to. I put, mean, they, they got to build a. How many thousand seats is there? Gonna, eight thousand. Eight. They're going to have to build an eight thousand seat stands set of stands. Yes. Eight thousand people. And they got to put yeah. a fence up and all of you that. You make it a regulation, stuff. which is kind of sad that they actually have to put a fence up because know. you know it's supposed to be the cornfield, well, the outfield. Supposedly, Cliff. Yeah. In right field, they're going to have like windows, and you'll be able to see the corn through the windows <laughs> in right field. But well, I think it would be cool. Yeah. If they would have the players come out of the I was going to say, if they had, you know, like when they announced the starting lineup, and as they announced them, then they just come wandering out of the cornfield, that would be really cool. And I mean wandering, like they don't know where they're at. Right, totally. That's just exactly, like in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? That would be awesome. And I'm sure this ticket would be sky oh, high. Oh, yeah, you won't be able to afford that ticket. There's no way. But if you could. Yeah. I'm going to say right now, yeah. do not 
yeah. eat the hot dogs that will be supplied. <laughs> Why is that? Because you're liable to get choked on one yeah. of them, and people will think you're part of the act, <laughs> like the movie, and they'll just let you pass right there in the hall in the aisle. You know what I'm saying? Right. You get that. <laughs> if you're brave enough to chew the dog, yeah. chew it fully. That's right. And then swallow. Yes. What is that? Why are you rattling that paper bag? Well, I'm making sure that it doesn't get out. What do you mean, get out? Well, you see, Cliff, I brought in this plain old lunch. It's like your basic brown lunch bag. Yes. That's exactly what it is. But I put something inside this lunch bag. Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking about giving it away to one of our wonderful listeners. Giving it away? Yes. Okay. But... um, Whatever's in here, yeah, and it can be anything that yes. would fit in a lunch bag, anything. You have to take it <laughs> if you decide you want what's in the bag. No matter what, you have to come out here to Country ninety eight one, yeah. pick up your winning bag, and take it home with you. Now, yeah, if you think, well, I'm not going to pick it up if I don't like it, yeah. Well, we'll call you out on the radio enough times that we'll embarrass <laughs> you. Yeah, eventually you'll be so embarrassed that you'll just come and get it. And I'm keeping a pretty close guard on is this it, bag so I that it doesn't that, get out. Like your whole, is, it, is it alive? Is what's in the bag alive? It is not alive. Oh, okay. The it, rest of it, though, is a mystery. The rest of it's a mystery. We have no idea what it is. I know what it is. Even Cliff does not know no, what's in I'm the not, bag. I didn't, I didn't even know what the... That there was a bag there or not. So, And what we're going to do yeah. next hour, yeah. we're going to give you all kinds of prizes that you've already won. Or you can pick the mystery, what's, <laughs> what's in, in the, the bag? bag, with the stipulation, yeah. no matter what it is, you have to come and get it. I feel kind of bad right now because I accuse Cliff Ingram, our news director, Yeah. The Sheldon Cooper of radio, yeah, of being a big fat liar while that song was no, on. No, I did. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I told you a story off the air that maybe I should have just brought up on the air, which I'll do now, just so people know. Because you know, if you're on if you're on social media in any way, shape, or form, it's almost like you know when you see when you 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 see an ad pop up and it's like for something that you think you may have discussed in a conversation a few minutes ago and suddenly here's an ad for something that you might want to buy or if you do a google search for just about anything the next time you open your facebook it's going to have ads for whatever it was you were searching yesterday i got one such ad from walmart suggesting that i should purchase a set of bagpipes (laughs) (laughs) and i said they don't even sell bagpipes. At Walmart, they absolutely do. Yeah, who knew that? I, I had no idea until I saw the ad yesterday. I thought you were pulling my leg, <laughs> no. and so I went to no, walmart.com, no, 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 no. and I typed in bagpipes. And you can buy, and they're $224. Yes. And uh, for some reason, I don't know why, Facebook thinks I need to own a set of bagpipes. And if I order them right now, yeah. I can have them yeah. by the 19th. A week from Monday, really? Cliff. That's not bad. I could be bagpiping right here <laughs> on the Morning Road Show. And you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I've always wanted to play a musical instrument. Hmm. Maybe I should start with the bagpipes. Well, I can tell you this for sure. What's that? What's in the bag this morning? Yeah. 
not a bagpipe. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. We might have a dud in the bag. <laughs> but it's not a set of bagpipes. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> this is what happens when those people who meet on FarmersOnly.com get serious in their relationships. The unidentified farmer in an unidentified location apparently working alongside his girlfriend in a dairy operation when he decided to pop the question. It's the question many a man has gone to elaborate schemes to do to make it memorable for his wife-to-be, and perhaps for her, in this instance. Seeing an engagement ring stuck on a cow's teat as the two were milking could have been that, because who are we to judge? Unfortunately... We don't know if she had a beef with the proposal or if she was moved. <laughs> we don't know if she said yes or if she found the whole idea utterly terrible or if her boyfriend butchered the concept of a proposal. But my guess is, after taking stock of the situation, she agreed to do the deed with the dude because, in response, she reportedly castrated a bull to show her fiancé now what would happen after they got married. Oh, that last part I made up. <laughs> I hate this guy right now. What guy is that? The guy in the story. The guy, why would you hate him? Because he allowed you <laughs> to come up with all of that because of what he did. I already hate him, Cliff. Let's eat 10, and this is how the game's going to be played, Cliff. Okay. It's called What's in the Bag. Yes. Now, we're not going to tell you what's in the bag. Yes. But we will tell you what you've already won yeah. if you call 812-386-1250 and we answer the phone line that you happen to be on. Okay. You will have won just by calling and being selected. Mm -hmm. Tickets to Indiana Caverns, tickets to the Bat Zip Line at Indiana Caverns, tickets to the Corvette Museum in Bowling Green, two Morning Roadshow limited edition coasters. You know, Cliff. Oh, yeah. People love those things. Those are awesome. Yes. And yeah. you'll also get a Country 98.1 coffee mug. All of that is yours. Or you can give it all away for what's, what's in, in the, the, bag. the bag. Now, there's no additional questions or anything like that. You can just choose. I want the prize package, or I want what's in the bag. Now, if you choose the bag, yes, I'm going to warn you, yeah. it's yours. It's a lunch bag. It's yep. brown. Yep. Anything that could fit in there, mm -hmm. that's what could be so, in there. So, and you won't know. And we're not going to tell them what's in the bag until they get out here to pick it up, right? Or are you going to tell them right now? Well, I'm not telling them. Okay. So, you have won a brown bag of something. Yes. You have to come and pick it up to find out what it is. Yes. So, it could be Holiday World tickets. Could it's be. theoretically possible, it's possible that Holiday World tickets are in the brown bag. I wouldn't count on that, it's but it's also possible. theoretically possible that we put some dog poop in there. That's a possibility, okay, okay. yes. Because yes. you said anything that fits in the brown bag could be in the brown bag. Yes, and you won't know until you come and pick it up at Country <laughs> 98.1. And if you don't pick it up, yep. we are going to talk smack about you. That's right. Until Just, we embarrass you enough to come in and pick it up. That you finally actually come out. Or somebody else comes and picks it up in your place saying, I'm tired of talking about this guy or girl that won't pick it up. Let's go to the phone line and see who our contestant is. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Nancy Heronbrook. All right, Nancy, where are you from? Uh, Parker Settlement. Okay. Well, Nancy, I guess the big question for you this morning is, 
do you want to continue playing the phrase that pays, or would you rather say, I'd like to have what's in the brown paper bag? I'll do the phrase that pays. The phrase that pays. You're sure? Yeah. Okay, let's hear what you got. Okay. If you can't show up for a job you applied for, don't apply for it. <laughs> well, that's so close. It's almost there, but there's one word missing. There's That is true, Nancy. Can I try one more time? You Please sure do. can. Absolutely. Okay. If you can't show up for a job you applied for, then don't apply for it. Oh, wrong word. No, it's the right word. No, that's word. the right word. We yeah. just thought we'd have a little pause there to make it exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. we, were, we were adding a little drama to the program this morning. Congratulations, you win. Okay, thank you. Well, you're quite welcome. Your tickets are here at Country 98.1. And for a while there, Nancy, I really thought you should have went for the brown bag. Yeah. Because you have been a, a sure yeah. winner there the first time you missed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I know. What was in the brown paper bag? Yes. Well, you're not going to give any hints on the brown bag, are you? No. Okay. <laughs> but, Nancy, you're a winner. So congratulations, okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. You are have quite a great welcome. Day. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, it looked bad there and bleak to begin <laughs> with. <it>. I, thought, <laughs> I thought maybe we ought to bring up the, ba- the bag again, Cliff. And Cliff, I'm not so sure if this yeah. text message is a good thing or a yeah. bad. Oh, that one that we just that just came in. Yes, right. It says, "Keep on doing what you guys do best, making us all smile, even if it's only for a little while." <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that. Well, th- yeah, it, there's two different ways to take that. And it's, I understand. I mean, it was it was a nice a nice sentiment. Yes. Yeah, we make people smile. We just can't keep it going all that long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I understand why there might be some resentment in this texter's wait, heart. Wait, wait, because wait, if you recall, yeah. he won the uh, first set of limited edition Morning Roadshow coasters and yeah. drove up from Newburgh to pick to, them up. And Right. So basically, he drove from Newburgh to Princeton to claim a prize of two small pieces of paper. <laughs> yes. And his wife wasn't real happy about that when she found out what he'd done. And she doesn't even know about the dozen donuts he bought us. Yeah. Oh, he probably shouldn't. Have have, hope she's not listening. You probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, Goob. Here's Lauren oh, Langley. No, he said his name. <laughs> Are we going to find out before the end of the day what's actually in the brown paper bag? You know we ought to do that, Cliff. Just open it up. After everyone has decided, I don't want that. I don't want what's in the bag. I want the prize package. Then we open it up because that happens on a game show. Here's what you would have won. Had you chosen the paper bag? Ooh, that's a great idea. That's why, once again, they call me, uh, what's that guy's name again? Sheldon Cooper. Yeah, Sheldon Cooper Radio, yeah. Well, Cliff, the time is here. It's actually yep. 9.10. And, <laughs> well, as you can see, the brown paper lunch bag is it's, sealed up yeah, with staples on the top. It has a series of staples holding it closed and protecting its contents from prying eyes. And let's see what was passed up on this morning. Yes. Was it good or was it bad? Or was it a zonk? Two people were given the option. Prize package, what's in the bag? And they chose the prize package each time. Now, I already know what's in the bag. Yes, but none of the rest of us do. Even so Cliff doesn't know. I do not know. So what is it? I'm going to pull it out. Please. Oh, no. And I'm going to give it to you, Cliff, and you're going to okay. tell us what it is. Okay? All right. Okay. Uh, what do you know? 
Hmm. Mm-hmm. Should have taken the bag. I think so, too. <laughs> it's a pair of Gary Allen tickets. Worth $150, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Our ticket to the bank this morning uh-huh. is a mind blow for me. A mind blow? Yes. Have you ever heard something or discovered something and you yeah. go, I can't believe I'm this old and just now <laughs> knew this. Just now learning this. Yes. Now, that's happened to me a couple of times. Yeah. It, ha- it happened to me yesterday. Okay. If you recall, and yeah. those who live in Princeton will probably know, yeah. John Bishop. For those of you who don't know John, if you remember back mm-hmm. in the fall, yeah. we were speaking to a gentleman in Florida when the hurricane hit Panama City. Oh, that's right. That was John Bishop. And he decided to write it out. So he stayed in his condo, which is up in the upper floors of a building. I think the 18th floor. 18th floor. thought that would be a good place to be in during hurricane. (laughs) But during a conversation I had after we got off the air yesterday with Mm -hmm. John on Facebook, he told me something about a famous bar in Nashville that I thought I knew everything about. And I think this will be a mind blow for at least six listeners this morning. (laughs) Are you sure there's six listeners in all? Maybe not by this time, but if there's six, I think we're going to blow your mind. You've heard of Tootsies, right? Well, of course. Isn't it? Then they call it like the Orchid Lounge. Tootsies Orchid Lounge. That's exactly right. Okay. That's exactly right because yeah. of the way it's painted inside. Yes. But did you know mm-hmm. that every Friday they have a shrimp boil? They take a bunch of shrimp, they take a bunch of potatoes and corn, they put it in a big pot, they stir it all up, they heat it up, and they serve it. And um, really? Yes. Did you also know that yeah. before 8 o'clock at night, yeah. you don't have to be 21 to go in there? Now, you got to be accompanied by a parent or a guardian. Okay. But until 8, yeah. it's okay. Come 8 o'clock, they basically throw you out the front door. <laughs> Are we talking about the same Tootsies? <laughs> Well, because none of that sounds familiar. It's owned by the same people. Well, what are you saying then? Well, this one, yeah, is in Panama City Beach, Florida. Oh, so you're not referring to the bar that's right across the alley from the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee? No, but it's historic home of singers and songwriters and open mic nights for probably fifty or sixty years. That's correct. I'm not talking about that one. It's the one in Florida that I never knew until yesterday. They had one in Florida. It's true. You know, you're right. Mm -hmm. There is a Tootsie's Orchid Lounge in Panama City Beach, Florida. And they take the singers from Nashville that you'll hear and rotate them to Florida, and the Florida one's up to Nashville. You know what else? It says right here on my Google is my friend page. There's also a third Tootsie's. I didn't know that. And it's in, of all places, the terminal at the airport in Nashville. Get out of here. I'm totally serious. You could almost say Tootsie's is on a roll. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) And that's the best thing about Take It to the Bank. (sighs) I'm glad it's Friday. I almost feel like apologizing for this segment now. Got my eye on you.
It's mostly sunny in 87 for today and again tomorrow. It's 81 already at Country 981. Well, Cliff, I was going to tell you a story about Costco, but I knew somehow, some way, you would pun us. (laughs) I have no idea why you would say that. (laughs) No, I have no idea. Go ahead and do the Costco story. Or we can talk about Tootsie some more. Because they could open up another Tootsie's at any place at any time. Like Evansville, you never know one of the one one of those tootsies is going to pop up. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he really did leave. <laughs> Let the puns continue. Phrases can be whatever I want, so we'll start with number three. We don't know if she had a beef with the proposal, or if she was moved. <laughs> number two. Relations with Little Debbie and Cheese Whiz. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, Tootsies on a roll. (laughs) Remember, all of this stuff on our podcast later. Go to weedandcliff.com for more information. Have a good weekend. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.